0: This is it, episode 132, No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you to Circle of Heat for letting us play their music there. Trevor Anderson from that band is performing this week at Acme, along with these two fellows that have so nicely joined me this afternoon. On the stage here, Cy Amundsen and Rob Babcock. Hey. Hey. oh, hey. hey. just like we right rehearsed. Yeah, we, uh, oh. Sunk together. Oh, <laughs> first, uh, first, Cy, Let's put you on the spot. What the hell are you drinking right there? All I see is lemons. Uh, l- l- let me take this one. Yeah, uh, he's drinking a glass of hot lemonade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just a hot water filled with an obnoxious amount of lemons, like the amount of lemons you would get. If you didn't want to pay for lemonade yeah. in a restaurant, <laughs> like,
2: yeah. and you say, can I have some extra lemons? Yeah, it's a white trash lemonade is yeah. what it is. Yeah. When you
0: filled that up, did you say to Eric, who's working behind the bar this afternoon, did you say, hey, I'm going to take all of the lemons you cut, the- cut up this morning? <laughs> well, first of all, I need you to fuck off, Justin. Second of oh, all... Wow, right
1: out the gate. Sorry, it's
2: coming strong. <laughs> I uh, No, I made this myself. I didn't make one of the the one of the... the Workers here do it. Second, I I shout a lot. He really wanted to say slaves. I I wanted to. (laughs) I went went from slaves to peasants (laughs) to farmhands to workers. I went down the whole risk. Barely (laughs) okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people. um, They prefer the term partners. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Partners in slavery. The thing I I get I shout a lot on stage or I I talk loudly and so I lose my voice. So this is hot water with a whole bunch of lemons and honey in it. Oh. And it's a, it's a voice soother. I will be drinking this for the week continuously.
0: Now, you two are working here this uh-huh. week at Acme. Yes, but sir. Before you came tag here, teaming it, bro. T- tag teaming it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ooh, there it is. But you, what you didn't tag team yep. was what uh, <laughs> Cy was doing right before we recorded today. Little hot, hot yoga. Oh, I, you made that sound real aggressive. Yeah, uh, yeah, I
2: did. Uh, did me some hot yoga. I like yoga. I'm a big fan oh, so of it. You
1: did the Bikram, like the yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The, the get how it. Is, I've never done. I that. love it. I love it. You sweat so much. And I'm
1: afraid I'm going to pass out. To be honest, you,
2: you won't. You won't. You think you will, but you won't. And because if you ever get to that point, you just go into child's pose and you relax. Can you give? A, can you give? Like, I mean, how hot are we talking? It's like 100, 104, 108. Wow, that's pretty. Somewhere hot. in that range. Depends what class. Different classes are set you to different things. All the smells. Must you know there. they they really the places they really ventilate the rooms well oh, well they have like, to. They, they're, and they clean them really well it's good I dig it
1: yeah because I feel like if I took hot yoga I'd be like do you just fill this up with water and bleach after every every class? single class yeah. that's pretty know, much what they do I know how much I sweat I yeah. am a disgusting man well most when
2: it gets hot. Pe- most people bring their own mats so they they sweat onto their own mat and uh-huh. then they take that home you don't share mat. No, no no <laughs> it's not a big it's not a big sharing environment there's a uh, I. I, we were talking about this on the morning show today, but there's a there's a like a six foot six three hundred and fifty pound Asian man in my class, and which takes the onus off of it's me like a leprechaun yeah yeah because I look like an idiot in there yeah, I really do but he's he's like he looks like a bigger idiot, but he uh he the other week he tipped over in class, which is the funniest thing I've seen and just like he was in a pose and just just straight to the ground so but yeah no, I like it I dig it. I like breathing. I like breathing do you, exercises. Do you make
0: Do you make friends in class? Do you?
2: Mm-mm. No, n- no. I think no. about not
1: about making friends, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: I'm there to compete. <laughs> if I talk to someone, like I'm, a it's a lot of women, obviously, and tiny dudes. And if I talk to someone, their immediate response would be like, "I'm not gonna fuck you, so <laughs> just l- leave me alone." You know,
1: I remember I I finally went
2: to yoga in L. A. because I had a bunch of back
1: issues, and I was like, "I want to try yoga." And I was used to make fun of it, and then I did it, and I was like. Oh my first of all it was one of the hardest workouts I have ever mm-hmm. had in my life cuz you just hold poses and you're so your muscles are like engaged, and they're like, all right, just hold that for like 30 seconds, and you're like, all right,
2: and it's just well like, focusing on breathing. You're like, there's yeah, too many things. Yeah, it's so it's it was really hard.
1: It's actually I need to get back into it because it actually did help my back. Like whenever I'm doing yoga, is like the time where I'm not waking up in pain.
0: I have never done yoga, so when you're there in this class, is there music playing? Yeah, is it there's yeah, yeah, music, yeah, music okay. playing. I yeah, nothing but tool. Yeah, 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 like A, um, lot, of, uh, a yeah. lot of
2: Mastodon. There's a lot of Mastodon. Prophecy of Deception. Yeah, yeah really hardcore. Stuff. a lot of really you like thrash through it yeah it's awful i uh i like i do I, they because i like meditation a bit too i'm getting into that that's yeah. mike Brody's fault but i think there's there's a the power of breathing correctly and resting you this sounds very hokey but resting your mind when you finish with it you feel really good like when you finish with oh god, yoga yeah. you're like it's this amount of calm i feel like
1: i could punch god in the face i feel so like connected that that it's weird. No, not though. that. I don't stand that. It's weird that when that you sense. say that you're taking a meditation and our, our buddy Mike Brody's taking meditation because you're like two of the most intense dudes I yeah. know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, when's that meditation stuff going to start to kick <laughs> in? Because like, yeah, I don't I, I'd hate to see you without the meditation. You
2: know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a nutcase. So. Yeah. It's yeah, I'm helping. pretty
1: intense as well. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I'm supposed <laughs> to embrace it. I'm like, I'm just an intense guy. That's how it is. But there's
2: nobody who's more intense than Brody. Do you have a mantra that you say when you're doing meditation? No, I'm just getting into it. I've just started learning about it because Harvard released that study that said like eight weeks of meditation, like even 20 minutes a day, has shown to rebuild gray matter in the brain. Yeah, and uh, and I think with a comic, we're all we're, all, we're so strung high and like you I think get
1: everybody str- like yeah. nobody
2: takes time just to like not. Everybody constantly fills
1: yeah. their day. Like no, there's like think of the last time where it's been just silent. Like right there, you know, there, like it. it's <laughs> like but an extent where you just sit and you're not sleeping. Nobody does that anymore. And I know, like, not enough. A, it's a good thing for people to do because we get so we get so fucking crazy oh, all yeah. the time. We get so riled up about everything. Not enough. If you need to like do the other side where we just like kind of just sit for like twenty minutes and just chill out, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, With no TV or no input, just nothing.
2: That's the thing, and it's uh, that's the, the idea behind meditation. In my, you know, elementary understanding of it is just resting the mind, but it's hard as shit. It is like to, and they, that's what they tell you when you start learning about. It. They're like, you're going to fail constantly to sit down for ten minutes and try to not think of stuff. They go, your brain's going to run, and you just catch it and come back. So they teach you things like. Focus on a point in your stomach and like your breaths in and out. Focus on your stomach rising and falling and like visualization of a place that you like, like a lake or a you know, a beach or a forest, something like that yeah, yeah. where you feel at peace, shit like that. Where and you think that's hokey, and they do mantras too where they think that's hokey, but it's the only way you cannot be like, Oh, did I do that thing? Oh, what the fuck did Brian wear last night? He looked like an idiot. <laughs> Brian is, I'm gonna kill like, and then you yeah. just get running.
1: I do this thing now, I just started, I'm going to try and stick to it, it's like called uh, Morning Pages, and you just get up and you just write, handwrite three pages, it's a stream of consciousness, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a brain dump, you just write whatever you're, it doesn't matter what you're writing, it could be about anything, and I find that that's been nice of kind of getting all the garbage that floats in my head, that stuff that you mull over from the day before that you're pissed off about. Yeah. I find that once I get it onto a page, it's just, it's not there anymore. And I just kind of let go of it. And then it kind of frees your mind up for like, and then I'll work on jokes. So then I could be a little bit like, you know, just focus on being creative rather than like getting riled up about dumb a- shit. Have that you gone back
2: good. to read them? I mean, that, that's, no. that's they, a they don't even gay, gay, right? <laughs> <laughs> as, you, as,
0: as you sit there drinking your hot lemonade in your yoga pants. <laughs> Real gay stuff, Babcock. Uh, now I'm uncomfortable. I don't know. I'm...
2: <laughs> no, I'm I'm, I'm with you. Mine
1: is just pictures of dicks,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which calms me.
0: There's nothing to read.
2: Yeah, just dump it. You just got to dump it.
1: Just got to get them out of my head. You know, they <laughs> keep coming back in. Yeah, yeah. Get them I'm out. trying to
0: run. I just know there's going to be more tonight. <laughs> how did uh, how did you two fellas meet? How did we meet?
2: Well we have we have the same uh manager. We had lunch. Um no. You did you did the reel.
1: <gasps> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah,
2: well, uh the Cy here and his uh writing buddy. The Joel. beautiful Joel Hookster. You know Joel. Yeah, I met he him was mm-hmm. here that day. They uh yeah.
1: they made a, a great script for um uh called Watching the Wilsons. Uh, they did a reel that got
2: um and they turned it into an M T V pilot. Oh yeah. And I just
1: played one of the parts, because what, like your buddy who was gonna do I was gonna it say,
2: was... say that's the crazy thing. I was telling him that this morning, Chad Chad was going to be the lawyer. Chad was going to be the Chad lawyer. Chad was going to be the lawyer. And oh, that's no like, way. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but the amount of g- well that you did in that, that's the crazy, like, we, to the point to have Joel and I be like, well, we can't go back to Chad, was, yeah, you crushed it. So yep. he'd done, we, we shot the reel, and then when we sold it to MTV, they, and they were in the process of ruining it, they, <laughs> amongst other things, they tried to get rid of Ron's character, and we told them how stupid they were, and then it ended up, he ended up being one of the only funny parts of the final project, final product. So, yeah. So that's when we've known which each I'm, other since uh, Which, then. you
1: know what? I still haven't seen. I've never seen I it. I don't
2: know what the turned-in version... I fucking created it. I don't know what the turned-in version looks it's, it's, like.
1: It's so funny because you think, like... You think at some point, like as you start to do bigger and bigger things in this world, you think, like, oh, okay, well, now, like, people are going to know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I've ever learned is that the more stuff I do and the bigger things get, the more I realize that nobody knows anything. <laughs> nobody <laughs> knows what yeah. they're doing. They're all just trying to get through their day and not get, not not get fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. And it's like, you keep thinking, like, oh, well, this guy's going to be, like, in charge, knows what's up. No. The people who know what's up are, like, the secretaries yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. the interns. Like, that- the people who actually do shit. Yeah, yeah, who the people who are done.
2: actually working. Because
1: they actually, like, know the channels, like, they actually get the things done. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of people in the conference room who just talk and drink coffee. And then they come out of the conference room and they tell other people what to do. And then those people do the actual work. Yeah. And it blows my mind how anything gets done. It's very good. But you're right. You're absolutely right. And it's- also, like, it, it kind of, like... There's no rhyme or reason to anything, too. It's just so mm-hmm. haphazard. And it's uh, it's frustrating, but it's also freeing because you just realize, like, meh, you just keep making stuff until something Have sticks. Have you been in the well, uh, corporate world? Have you worked? Not really. I mean, I've worked in offices, but mostly, like, um, you know, for YouTube channels, like making, making the YouTubes. But yeah. I've never worked in, like – I've worked at a couple creative offices, but I've never worked, like – the nine-to-five, like, at an insurance company somewhere. I've been been able to dodge that bullet, for which I am eternally grateful. (laughs) I was a waiter for three years after graduating from the top of my class in college. Nice. So that was immediately humbling. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good kick in the teeth, you know, right away.
2: I think it's funny, too, like... Because it's this double-edged sword of stuff when you're talking about making stuff, where it's like, you want to get something made, so generally you have to deal with everybody's input. But often... Not everybody's. There's some good ones out there, but a lot of people's input is what sinks it. Yeah. and uh, the it's thing too, that, ma- too many cooks. Yeah. The thing that really fit. Too many fit, cooks. I, it's funny. Nobody realized that's what that was about. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I, I think that's like a lot <laughs> of people just thought. I was immediately was like, yeah, that's the oldest phrase, most <laughs> hilarious phrase in the world. And then they yeah. just introduced all the funny stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. um, but they, it's uh, y- right. You have to have an, something that, like, y- it's hard. Because like with Wilson's, we just we wanted to make the show. The reel we made was so great, and all the characters were so... It was me, him, and Winfield. Right. I mean, it was a home run in terms of us just being funny. It was, it was definitely a solid concept. It was such a simple concept. It was so simple. And it was just like one of those things where it's like, oh,
1: this can go on forever. Yeah,
2: and there was nothing... There's like a
1: mockumentary of like two... Of like, yeah, of Jerk. the
2: rich family show, yeah, yeah. or the, the two fucking idiots. And that was and the
1: voice of reason lawyer who was always exasperated with them. Yeah, know, that's that it. it.
2: That's it. That's it. <laughs> and then by the time, I, I don't know if you know, by the time it went to, to, so it was a show about Winfield and I, and by the time it went to uh, to cut to to send in, uh, the final cut, I it was, because it was 22 minutes long, mm-hmm. Winfield and I were in it for four minutes. Whoa! Whoa! We were in it for four. Which is minutes. weird
1: when you were the stars
2: of the show. We were the stars, and Joel and I created the show, and then like and like just little shit. Like we got argued. There was a girl that. I How wanted, long was I in it for? I si? all oh, probably about four minutes. Oh wow, that's pretty yeah, good though. Yeah, huh? yeah. He, he, be he was close <laughs> in there two to three somewhere in there. It was <laughs> funny because we had uh, we had we hired this chick who's amazing, uh, Madison uh, Madison Riley is her name, and she played uh, the sister who the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. They changed the show and just made it about her. But when we tried, it was the other thing. When we tried, uh, when we auditioned people, I read with everybody if they, we thought there were a chance. Yeah. And the moment I read with her, I was like, it's her. There's no, no doubt. You know when you read with someone, you're like, you just have it back yeah, and forth. Just, mm-hmm. And they fought. like They had all these fucking people they wanted to put in, and everybody argued about it. And then when the whole show was said and done, besides, like I said, Ron was funny, she was the only thing that was good in it. The only thing that didn't make it the worst thing I've ever you know been a part of.
1: It's frustrating because when you work so hard on something, and what? How long? Start to finish? How long? How much of that life did that from oh. writing it to making it to getting turned down? How much of that?
2: Oh, uh, like at least two years. So two years. So you worked and now, so and now hard Joel on something. And now, Joel and I hate it. Years. And now
1: we hate it. And isn't that the worst? Like you spend two years on something that you love, only to come out the other end like kind of hating it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, now, this may be a dumb question, but let's say you didn't hate it and you still want to do something with that a year from now. Could you? It's a really dumb question. Thank Justin. you. Justin. No, yeah, it's,
2: I, I don't know. I'm not... I don't... Like, I understand that there are ways to...
1: Yeah, but is that like is that allowed? Is, it you it have can be failed? bought.
2: It, it can be bought. Basically, like oh, so,
1: if Comedy Central or somebody else wanted it, they would basically have to pay pay MTV, MTV the for money the that they of, put
2: into it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, so like my, gonna, like buy them out, basically. My buddy Ben Roy, uh, he's a part of a group called Grolics in Denver, and they did a pilot called "Those Who Who Can't" for Amazon. For Amazon, it's really, really, good. and it was really good. And then Amazon didn't go forward with it, so True TV bought the pilot and the rights to everything, and then just remade it. And now they have a pilot there. So if you, if a, if a network, that's what happened with Reno 911. Reno 911 was a Fox project, and then Comedy oh. Central bought it from Fox. So it, I think it depends how much it's worth it. Ours, like, you'd have to completely, re. it wouldn't, it'd be make more sense for them to be like, we really like you. Can you come up with something kind of like this? It just, it's, it'd be too much work, I assume. And I, I don't at this Did point. Did it ever get I, to
0: the point of where you talked to people and they said, uh, we need to talk about who this is going to appeal to? Yeah. And just flat out, like, we got we a, want we got a 200, girls. like,
2: we got like a 200, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. The Millennials. MTV, like, I just did, I hosted a show for Miller Lite Coors, and we looked at their, uh, we got their humor guide, mm-hmm. which is like, what? It had charts in it. What do you mean? Dan uh, St. Germain, he wrote it with me. He and I, like, we like there were charts in it. There was charts in it. That's so fucking who? funny. From who? From, from the Miller Coors people. Well, they're, they're, they were wonderful to us. I, like, I had a really good time on that show. But it was still I was like, is huge. that a
1: chart? It's like well, I remember uh, I had I dated a girl who worked for um, like MTV, like some of the reality programming, and they had yeah. like they would go to meetings and they'd be like, all right, here's the millennial generation, mm-hmm. and they would talk about how millennials really like stories that are hopeful, that are positive. And they just would structure their
2: programming around around that. Around this fucking data. That's the thing. Like, we had, Joel and I were given this huge packet. On the millennial generation to study, and it was the one of the big thing was like they don't want to work jobs, they want to start their own businesses. So then my character in the show, Ricky, rather than him just being an idiot who wants to make money, it was about him being an entrepreneur, about him being the next Mark Cuban, and I fucking hated that. But that's what they do. But they, that's not an accurate representation of the group. Uh, that's, that data is such bullshit. Wow. Well, <laughs> do
0: you still have that?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh. I have printed. And it's keep interesting all of them. to think. Like, I would love because you think at creativity the, is this thing not. where yeah. like
0: <laughs> you think
1: creativity is the thing where you just sit down and come up with ideas and like you're the genius with the light bulb moment but really a lot of it is like taking a look like this kind of data data driving things you know and taking a look at what is out there and then massaging and conforming your idea to something that they're kind of like looking for and part of it is like knowing what people are looking for
2: which is which is the biggest mistake in the world because for example so our manager she manages the broad city girls Mm -hmm. from the show Broad City and so for years Comedy Central we're a men's young men's network this age to this age and so then they bring in a show with two girls that is the exact opposite of that and it's a fucking monster hit Mm -hmm. like and that doesn't mean they weren't they're not right about that that Comedy Central doesn't know their audience they obviously do Workaholics is great on there all that stuff but I just it just goes to show that if something's good People are gonna watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if MTV's audience is 16 year old girls. If people find out that there's something funny on there, the audience will go there and watch mm-hmm. it. Well, it's weird. It's like look at uh, you know, Downton Abbey is a huge hit.
1: Like for like, you know, my demographic, like 30 to 40, like white yeah. males. It's like people yeah. like really, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, I just like that shit. Yeah, and, like, that
0: was a surprise that it's a big hit in the states. When's the last it- time you walked pub? watched public television before uh, uh, last Man. sunday
1: oh before down having <laughs> i was gonna say like last sunday at 9 p.m yeah. i mean it was a great episode
0: uh before that you know mr what, I, rogers 20 years ago <laughs>
1: I'll, watch, I'll watch like the nature documentary no. that they put up but that's like about but yeah before that uh, i don't no. know
0: no uh i, I want to know more what were on these charts that they gave you uh i don't want come on it, it just
2: fucking this is who this is who laughs this it is was what a chart one side
1: said sigh and then the other side, like, said the, humor. The, the horror was on the side, said, like, Aw, funny. And then it went, like, the more size in something, the funnier it got. He, that was nice. He made a lot of the own charts. It was
0: all my charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And drawing of hand turkeys. Shows tonight, yeah. nothing but charts and graphs. Perfect. <laughs> How was last night's show? Psy comedy, the chart comic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do you like graphs? Do you like charts? Do <laughs> <y'all> <laughs> you like... you
1: like, like math? Spreadsheets. <laughs>
2: Uh, last night's juice. show was
1: actually for a Tuesday. That was a pretty fun show.
2: Yeah, I loved it. I
1: mean, Tuesdays typically at comedy clubs are usually like the light, you know. Yeah. But like last night was a, I think, fun crowd. I think the whole week, the whole week's going to be fun. This is a really fun club to work. I mean, I've worked a lot of crappy clubs, and this is not one of them.
2: No, this is the best place. The best. That's the thing. I almost get too high of expectations where this is the week of the year that I look forward to the most. Yeah. So if it doesn't go the best in the world I'm like
1: fuck yeah you know cause it's it's one of those things like there's no excuses like all, I'm in a great club yeah. it's sold out Yeah, this is like the place where a lot of people come to record their comedy CDs Oh yeah. so you end up putting those like you have no excuses not to just have the set of your life and murder I do the same thing yeah, in yeah. a lot of places and you said you've been here. I've done a couple of guest sets here over the years. My okay. brother lives in town, so I've been coming through and just kind of, uh, you know, coming in, popping in, doing a guest set. But this is my first week actually working the club. Nice. Yeah, and it's been great. I love it. Everybody here is super nice. Uh, you know that fettuccine alfredo. I mean, that's just <laughs> knocking it out of the park. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean,
2: and then just for the record, everybody's pretty lukewarm on oh, him so well, far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a slow build. They start cold. Well,
1: I don't do comedy for the comedy. I do it for <laughs> the the basically the fettuccine alfredo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the free food.
2: Me too. Here, That's me too, actually. Here's. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's real
1: good. I, yeah, mean, I have extremely low expectations for life. That's what makes
0: me <laughs> happy. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Comedy Central, as we were just a few moments ago, you guys have both been on that Adam, what's his name? Adam, Adam, Devine? Devine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Adam Divine. Divine. Yeah. Adam Divine House that.
0: Party, yeah.
1: I was uh, mm-hmm. season one. Hey, sorry when did you do it I, I can't remember Was it uh, uh, season one
2: I was on like I Was, was it I, season one I was on the second season Oh season
1: two <laughs> All right. oh. JV squad That's cool That's cool <laughs>
2: yeah there's I remember it was it was it was different you got to it do was,
1: it in New Orleans though, yeah which it was like second. I did it in like Calabasas <laughs> like, yeah, yeah yeah it was a,
2: it was a second season and Adam kept saying stuff like ah this is just better and uh it was uh no it was fun it was <laughs> I was I was super pumped that it was in New Orleans that was really cool New Orleans is fun I mean did, did you have fun going down there and shooting? <laughs> yeah Ben Roy uh was on my episode and I've known him for a long time and so to have us both be on the same episode was fucking real because he's a he's a real comic uh, he's not a you know he's not one of these uh, you know seven minute guys so it was fun to see another dude like that on the show and get to spend the weekend talking with him and having a good time I mean I'm not a party guy so. Uh, and, and neither is Ben. And neither is Ben. So we... First night there was crazy because most comics are... And I'm not... I don't have money by any stretch, but I'm uh, I, I'm not slumming to the point where I like to eat like shit and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And so Ben, I, I was like... I asked him if he wanted to get dinner. And we were walking. He goes, how about steak? And I was like, yeah, probably. And I kind of had that moment like, how much? But then uh, he we went to this place there in town and it was more expensive than it needed to be, but it was kind of nice to sit down with a comic and actually have a real food meal. Well, that's and what
1: happens to guys who don't drink is they have money they have, to We have money steak. Steak. <laughs> Exactly right. <We're laughs> like, and you know, the nice thing about New Orleans, man, uh, well, Anthony Bourdain said, like, there's a lot of places you could go where you could get great food for a lot of money or you could get a lot of food for like a little money, you know? And he was like, New Orleans is the one place where you can get a lot of great food for a little money. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That is that town. I ate when I was there. I ate so well, yeah. and everything was like, "Oh yeah, no, seven fifty. That is completely fair." Here's yeah. your money. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, just great for these like crawfish, andouille sausage dogs. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. it was. Uh, that that town is out of all the places. Because uh, <laughs> I went on a three month tour, and out of all the places I've been, New Orleans for food wise was definitely the top.
2: Yeah, it's, I think it's one of those places, too, where, like, I, four days was the perfect amount of time. Because it's kind of like a mm. if, if Detroit
1: met Vegas. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's yeah. It's a little scary, but it's fun, but then it gets real scary. Yeah, it's like
2: a swampy Detroit Vegas. Yeah,
1: and it, the infrastructure, the roads there are the worst <laughs> thing. There's, like, hey, no crosswalks,
2: uh, potholes everywhere. Yeah, like, just broken cobblestone that connects to other weird pavements. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: like you're just driving. It's, like, it's awful. The infrastructure is so bad.
0: How much, uh, you're living in... Both of you live in LA,
2: yes, sir. Right
0: Hollywood, you, bro. Hollywood, dude. Ever hear of it? <laughs> <laughs> you, Minnesota. Yeah, cheek. I live in a studio apartment, so <laughs> crushing it. You crushing it, man. Has a pool. <laughs> how much of the? Uh, how much have you been traveling the last year? Sigh.
2: Less than I want. Uh, I like. I'm starting to gear back up a little bit, but I'd like to go out twice a month to clubs uh, it's been a little less than that but that's starting back up now about twice a month so yeah. it's kind of we we shot a short film this summer uh, that was all consuming for a good portion of a couple months to get ready for it and then to do it and uh, it's called Saving Ron Babcock yeah so I did literally all the work on it Joel also Joel yeah. Joel broke his neck too but it's uh, do you it,
1: remember when we picked up all the like, gear yeah and, and we, we fit we fit I'm really proud of of like I talk about this in my act but I'm very proud of the fact that I'm very good at spatial reasoning. Oh, <laughs> like I joke that I I always know the right Tupperware container to pick for leftovers. Uh-huh. <laughs> but if we had all this stuff and I drive a 99 Honda CRV and I fit 3 adult men what a quarter of a million worth of
2: camera gear camera gear
1: and then groceries and groceries
2: and groceries and
1: you guys are like we're not gonna fit it i'm like just nobody put anything yeah, in the car unless to, you <laughs>
2: give it to me yeah we had to and, wait in the background like we were his kids and i'm just
1: <laughs> like i'm like dad's gonna do it and i put any it, i it fit i have never been more proud of anything Damn. i'm no matter how the movie turns out i'm proud of that pack job i
2: oh, will also gosh. tell you that it was the most scared i've been in a car just because i knew if anything hit us we were all dead oh yeah there's no way there we it were is all- like we we
1: had like lighting bars, like just in front of me <laughs> while I'm driving. <laughs> nice. It was the most dangerous thing in the world. Did
0: you ever work at a grocery store and learn from like packing groceries? or anything? No, I, I think it was. I, I grew up in a house with a lot of
1: stuff. And so I was always trying to like help my mom organize. Ah. And like, so I just learned from then of just trying to like make all this stuff fit in a way where we could still like enjoy the
0: house. Do Meet things. me in my place tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. It's
1: weird. I actually, um, if I go over to your house and you have a dirty coffee table, uh, I won't know that I'm doing it, but I will just start to straighten things up. Really? <laughs> and I'll, like, I'll, I'll be like, do you mind if I empty your ashtray? Like I went, to, and I, I have to like really watch myself doing it because some people get pissed, but I, you know, I was in London for the holidays and I went to some family's house and I opened the fridge and I was putting food away after lunch and I was like, hey, do you, um, do you mind if I move some things around? No was, way. And I was like, "All right, I want to put the mustards with the mustard because because <laughs> then you know you have all your mustards." And she <laughs> she, she yeah. loved it because I just I, I honestly I'll lo- I'll go into your houses and I'll see how you people live and it's disgusting. You lose your like fucking I just mind. I like I'm like you live here like you know I wow because people I think operate better when they're in an environment like I ne- I never want to spend any of my life looking for something. I want to know where everything
0: is when I yeah, want it. Yeah, that's what
2: your apartment is like. It's yeah. in tip-top like I need it I got it shape.
0: You know what the, I'm a psycho about that kind Just of stuff. Just last night I I misplaced something. It's, well, I mean, this happens, Isn't it the most frustrating thing in the world? In my the how I live it happens constantly and it happened most recently last night and I was saying to Ashley my fiance I was saying uh I was like, "I can't fucking find you know whatever it was." And she goes, "Well, did you look here? Did you look here?" No, of course I looked there wasn't there. And she goes, "Oh. It must it must suck living like you. Oh, that's going to make for a great marriage. Whoa. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know what you should do, man? When you have a little bit extra cash, go down to Office Max or Staples, whatever you got here, buy yourself a big ass file cabinet, right? Start to file. Yeah. Start to make yeah. a file for everything and then when you get something just open the thing, throw it in, like your TV bill, whatever. Also, dude, switch to paperless on every single account you have. Like, dude, so then you stop that you want to stop the tide of stuff coming into your house, I and like almost this. every like single this. account offers a paperless thing where it just comes to your email. It's a lot easier to deal with email than I'm it about is to deal with paper.
0: There. About halfway there, I don't yeah, trust that. robots. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't have credit cards. I, I will. I will tell you. You don't I, have credit? No, I do. I do. I oh do my have god, credit. I was going to be like barely.
2: smack you across the face right now. I do. In no way, shape, or form, though, am I. Willing to have you seen that new thing where you can have your credit card on your phone and you can just scan yeah, I don't it want to do that. fuck that I, don't I just that. like you said it yourself was we were talking about Snapchat before the show It's just like that shit's there like I just hacking is so easy the way it is. the fact that I have cash in my like i I'm so fuck, weirdly hill person paranoid about that mm. like i'm gonna put all my gold in a safe like that's yeah. the type of guy I'll I'm put gonna all be. my gold in my teeth yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> look it's in the mouth yeah i'm i i don't well, trust the thing that. is nobody like
1: nobody has good passwords on anything like yeah. i'm a psycho about internet security like and if you take a look at like this stuff can be you just don't want to be you don't want to be like the, the last guy in the herd you don't want to mm-hmm. be the low-hanging fruit because sure that's is. who hackers go after so you want to take a modicum of responsibility for your life yeah. so, like get yourself a password manager man i've been trying to work this into my act and it does not go over well <laughs> i start talking about internet security to audiences and i'm just like <laughs> and backups how many people do backups and then it's like, but how many people do offsite backups? Because like, what happens if there's a fire or like a burglary? Like, uh, and somebody takes your computer right. and your hard drive, and then you're and then you're fucked. Yeah. And then you and I'm the guy you come to to fix your life. And I'm sick and tired of fixing my dumb friends' lives. I didn't do
2: anything. <sighs> Just as a heads up. What? size so the only one who gets to get fired up about stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no, I do. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like any of that shit. But I, I, I just I think so. I'm doing it right. I've got the same password for every single thing. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> oh my god! It's oh yep. So you're doing everything right. I'm gonna get that call from him. Is it? <laughs> my it's life a- is over. <laughs> you
0: use an old pet's name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh yeah, Pudge and your birthday. Yeah. Pudge
2: seven one five. No it's like no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Don't worry. The one is an at sign. Oh, okay, <laughs> they'll never figure that out. <laughs> <sighs>
0: God. Oh man! Uh, I did find what I was looking for last night. By the oh, way, oh you did. What yeah. was it? Some like special financial stuff. Um, it, it was just naked pictures.
2: No, I was it, just gonna say drawings of his own penis that he did himself that he was really proud of. Hey, can I see those? I like to put those in the old brain dump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was juice brain It was juice for an e-cigarette. Oh wow! Yeah. Can I tell you? Are you using e-cigarettes? Mm-hmm. You should stop it because that's real dumb. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Those things. Those things. I'm gonna tell you. I don't have. I'm not. What if he wants to have fake life? I haven't dove into the science of it yet. But there is no doubt in my mind. Oh, okay. So this is actually not based in anything. Factual. No, it's based on. I haven't dove into the science. I'm wading into the into the science pool. Is what I'm doing. I'm I'm waiting. I'm wait. Not waiting. Wading. Wait. I'm with a D. I'm wading. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, in no way, shape, or form, do I think like you're. Ten years down the line, people are going to be like, "That's worse than smoking." I do. I Possibly. absolutely believe that to v- to suck that into yourself, and then it. I I just I don't buy it. I think it's going to be worse. I think they're both horrible, and I I think you should clean your life up. What
0: the fuck is your vice, Mister Perfect? I like
2: to gamble on sports. Oh, okay, it's a real issue, which is actually a pretty legitimate vice. Yeah, 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 yeah Are yeah. you up or down this season? I am
0: motherfucking up.
2: How much? Uh, only like three hundred dollars. Okay. <laughs>
0: You know what? This is a perfect segue to talk about a little gambling you did with Lewis Lee.
2: What is that about?
0: Oh, what is it about? Well, the Vikings. Oh, should we invite Lewis in to talk about it? Lewis, do you want to
2: come down here and talk about it? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'll be all right there. Okay, no, I'm not going to do that. Wow, Lewis sounds remarkably like Ted Kennedy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's like an Asian Ted Kennedy. Oh, okay. (laughs) Same fat head. Yeah, I lost a bet, and I'm clearly upset about it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And you, you picked the Vikings to win a certain amount of games? Oh, how so many, how many games? W- nine. Oh so, wait,
1: they were bad this year. That didn't. They were happen seven at and all. nine. Yeah, I, wow. Uh, oh, so you must have lost the bet. So I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> so the, you
0: lost the bet. Now, if you would have won the bet, what would have happened?
2: Okay. So yeah, I made a bet with him that the Vikes would go nine and seven, and it was right. I made it in the middle of the season, right before the Buffalo Bills game, and which we fucking blew, and we gave up like a fourth and. 15 and some shit and lost right, that game. Right. But uh, – and the, the, the moment that game was over, he sent me a text. go, Oh, the Vikings, they wet the bed before the day even started. And, like, uh, he just loved every minute of it. But, yeah, if, if I if, – if, if I won, Lewis had to introduce me on stage Saturday early show with a script that I wrote, oh. which is his nightmare. He doesn't go it's come his, up on stage. It's his nightmare. I, and I happen to know for a fact – that he, as we got close to the end of the season, he was nervous at the concept of that. Uh, and I was going to do it up big. Uh, but he, uh, if, if he won, I had to uh, put on an Aaron Rodgers jersey and on camera perform oral sex on a banana. Whoa. And so I had to do that. God, that sounds like, like it's illegal. Yeah, it should be. And they cut a video together. So I'm assuming it's going to be playing this week during the shows. Oh, that sounds awful, actually. (laughs) It is awful. It's really awful. He's an evil man.
1: Oh, I thought you just lost money. I didn't know you lost your dignity. No,
2: I lost my dignity. I don't bet money with Lewis. This is legit? You didn't know about this? No,
0: I didn't know about any of it. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. awesome. Yeah. I've seen the video. Yeah, yeah? Yeah, just about an hour ago.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's good, funny, right? Good job, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is
0: it set up in the video that you lost a bet? Yeah,
1: or yeah. yeah. No.
2: Tim Harmston edited it and put it together, and it's, yeah. You it's, know what's nice about that is that,
1: like, I mean, I'm assuming that will kind of endear yourself to the audience, you know? I mean, everybody loves a big old loser. A big
2: loser. I don't yeah. know. It's real. I went to work on that banana, so. I was had Tim. I saw it, too. Tim Tim could have done way worse. Yeah. So I owe him a debt of gratitude for the forever
0: his editing you're saying
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he could have been he could have showed a lot more uh, a lot more of my skill
0: honestly i would like to get a t-shirt with a, like a freeze frame of the look on your face when you're about to start God, the apprehension because the they were like he lewis fucking invited people down the
2: bartender wasn't even working that day and he was here watching <laughs> brian miller brought his fucking wife down oh It was unbelievable. Yeah, 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 It was unbelievable. It was was unbelievable. So is that your team, the Vikings? They are, through and through, yep. That's a mistake. I just started,
1: uh, that's all right. I just started, like, paying attention to football, and uh, my team is, I've decided. No, Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because Cleveland is most like my hometown of Scranton. Yeah, Cle- yeah, Cleveland is actually like if Scranton was, like, going on. <laughs> yeah, like if yeah. Scranton if was, like, just like, Scranton we got our shit together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's Cleveland. Because I don't like Philadelphia fans. I'm like, oh, God, you're just, like, you're just too close to Jersey. Yeah. And Steeler fans, nah, I've never been into the Steelers. They're way too intense about stuff. I like an underdog, so yeah. I like the Browns.
2: That's a good call.
0: That's a good team for that. Yeah, yeah. And, then we, and boy, did
1: we, like, you know. Start off strong and then shit the bed. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend. Pull the Vikings, as I like to call it. Yeah, that is
2: what it is. Thank I wouldn't you recommend that.
1: running
0: out to buy a L jersey I would.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> that would. That guy was such a... He's the funniest. And I love that.
1: He, like, you know, that guy is such a, like, a jerk. And then you have, like, the second string guy who's, like, just Mr. Hometown Hero, mm-hmm. like, volunteering and, like... <laughs> yeah. just
2: the... saving babies from wells yeah. and just shit. Just those
1: two
0: guys against one. Of, uh, that so, whole thing was great. He's, so... he's driving uh, uh, a... <laughs> He's no, I can't even think of his name. He's driving him home Hoyer. from bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Hoyer's picking Manziel up from drinking.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's cleaning it up for the game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're living in this world, weird world now, though, where like Johnny Manziel, I, his behavior isn't that crazy. I mean, Brett Favre was insane, I mean, he was a good quarterback. But Michael Jordan's behavior was ridiculous. But these guys now—they're living in this world of social media that just brings everything to light, and everybody yeah. goes, "Oh shit!" But if you knew what Michael Jordan's life was, you'd be like, "Holy shit!" Like he's Michael Jordan is a maniac when he was when he was playing in the Olympics with the Dream Team. You know how everybody said, "Like look at his eyes—they're so bloodshot because he's so intense." No, Michael Jordan cycles. He would play. He would get up in the morning. He would play golf, and then he would go play France or whatever, and. And Then he would gamble and party all night, and then he would stay up, golf again, play Spain, and then he would crash. He's like a cycler. He's like he's the most intensely, insanely competitive dude on the earth. Has he admitted to that? I just I I know a lot of the people in the basketball world, S- Scotty Pippen. But it's, I think it's pretty common or is knowledge. To wading back who, into science again. Yeah, this is science. Yeah. Any anybody who like is in like loves basketball and is into the basketball world at all, it's pretty common knowledge.
0: Your cousin Amundsen doesn't play for the uh, Wolves anymore. Where did, is he? I, did I? Do you still believe that? No.
2: Okay, because I lied about that to be really funny. <laughs> I
0: know. I don't even remember his first name. Do you? Lou, Lou Amundsen. Lou. Hey, you just mentioned real briefly, side that Miller Lite sponsored show that you did is that done now for the season yeah yeah the season of that wrapped up yep it was uh, on mandatory.com
1: a site for men oh I know mandatory I worked for the company that makes mandatory uh Whale Rock yeah 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 that's who I worked for I was working for Whale Rock that's who I did the why would you eat that oh really do you know Ethan Cushing? Yeah, I did a bunch of work for that guy. Actually, oh, shit! I remember, actually, I think your name came up, and I was like, oh, no, that's a terrible choice. <laughs> and, uh, no, no. I, I, I actually remember, yeah, your name came up because they like, yeah, he, you did, because they are like, you know, Sai I almost we're looking for like a dude, dude. I was like, all right, all right. this guy's great. He's real muscular, six foot. He'll <laughs> treat you just fine. <laughs> when I, worked at the same, I used to uh, make a show called the Why Would You Eat That Challenge on this YouTube channel called Tasted. And so it Yeah, like I this. saw you
0: had some, some. Uh, I saw on YouTube some of that stuff. Yeah,
1: we just kind of ate all, every like weird food in the world. Like I've eaten everything. It's awful. Just, just, I'm sorry, exotic food in the Did world. Did you add any of those exotic foods into your normal diet? Uh, you know what? I really enjoy chapelines. What, the, the what is that? Uh, grasshoppers from uh, Oaxaca, Mexico. You, uh, people put them usually on like tacos. Um, they dry them out and they put a little salt and uh, garlic, garlic salt on them. Um, they're actually delicious. They're crunchy. They're great. Are Most, the legs still on? Oh uh, yeah, it's just little tiny grasshoppers. Most people in the world eat insects, except for North America, yeah, and
2: like and Europe. Not. I think it's okay that we because we're yeah not poor. You'll find
1: that we will in about ten years. It's going to become uh, part of like hot cuisine. It's going to become much more popular.
0: Now we were talking before the podcast.
1: You, there's someone
0: in your family that's a nutritionist. My mom, yeah, dietitian. Yeah. Dietitian,
2: 52 years in the industry just retired have she is she on this whole thing that i'm i'm on and that everybody's on board where we're finally starting to admit that the problem with obesity in this country is sugar uh yeah absolutely it's like it's it's you watch the documentary fed Fed up up, yeah holy shit
0: look at you it's uh
1: it's basically what happened was like we became obsessed with fat and so we decided to to make everything low fat or non-fat and to accomplish that we replaced taking out the fat with sugar and fats not necessarily like bad it's food. There's, a lot there's 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 good fats. fats. Yeah, almonds, like avocados, avocados. Yep. And so it's about eating the good fats, and then like we we consume an insane amount of sugar. Like drinking orange juice is basically just like drinking candy. Yeah, yeah. like
2: it's just sugar. Oh, I know that well, because my uh, kids ask for juice all the time. Well, and then like the thing that people don't understand is because and I they thought I had hypoglycemia when I was younger, so I had to learn about insulin and all this shit. Oh, that Oh yeah in it. yeah. I, I don't, but like. Any excess sugar is just immediately turned into insulin, and anything left over is just fucking fat Im- almost immediately. And that's sugar is the enemy that way. <laughs> the documentary, like, it's a good documentary. After I started food journaling for a while, this is the least funny but most interesting podcast that's probably been on here. Yeah, but I feel like people are learning a lot, and, and I'm like laughing. To teach. But they're learning yeah, a little yeah, bit. which and both those start with an L. I, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I did some food journaling, and like so you're supposed to added sugar, so like if you fruit there's no added sugar in that because there's fiber in it that helps you process the fruit yeah but if you if you drink like a soda there's natural sugars in soda, but then there's a certain amount of like four to six to eight whatever fucking teaspoons of added sugar. The total amount of added sugar you're supposed to have in a whole day is like it's like between i think twenty eight and thirty six grams. Something mm-hmm. like that. It's hardly any. Like right now, and I eat pretty healthy. Mine's like a hundred. How much? How many
1: teaspoons are in like?
2: How many grams are in a teaspoon? It's 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 because it's four to nine added. I think it's it's like seven. I think. I don't know. I I have the math written down. But you you can eat like y'all ready for a chart? <laughs> it, it, it might be nine. <laughs> No, it might be seven. Actually, if you come to check out Sai's show, it's actually
1: him just talking about food journaling for 45 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's a 45-minute not that funny, but it will change your life. Yeah, it's true that you're
2: have. selling copies of your food journal after your shows now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's doctored a bit, but they Dear can, they can purchase journal. it. Sweet. Dear Food Journal, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Dear Diary joke, by the way, last night, that, that got me. <laughs> yeah. That got me really hard.
1: That's
0: based on truth. <laughs> it happened at the U of M. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> You guys, I had brought a story along. Okay. I want to know your opinion on it. Socks. Okay. Good Nailed good answer. Them. No. <laughs> this is one I uh, saw at the end of the morning show and didn't get to it today, so okay. what better time oh, than to cool. save it for you two? Um, a qu- I'm just going to read a little bit here and get your reaction. A Queens woman thought new stockings that promised an orgasmic experience would rock her world, but they left her as frustrated as a selfish lover. Uh, Meng Wang is suing, claiming in a Brooklyn federal class action suit that she was duped into believing she'd get some good vibrations from a pair of black, cushy foot shaping tights she bought uh, for seven dollars and sixty four cents after seeing an ad for the product. They were uh, the website says they were supposed to uh, highly sexually charged phrases. They use highly sexually charged phrases like "that's the spot," "ooh yes," and "I feel super satisfied." Her she's suing because her stockings didn't give her. A strong oh. orgasm. Do the do judges rule
2: with, like, specific rulings about dumb or not understanding advertising?
1: I don't think wait, so. I don't—so wait, were the stockings advertised this as this, something that
2: would— No, they, they just—it they just, sounds like they just co-opted the sexual culture. Like, they made you, like, ooh, stockings and sex. It's like when Axe—they're like, if you wear Axe body hair, you're going to fuck a girl in a grocery store. Like that
0: sort of thing. I don't right. That, her her lawyer, she's claiming that uh, the uh, the ad indicated that they would massage her feet so much that she would get an orgasm. Oh, well if they're gonna like it didn't say that specifically, but she kinda put that thing to get put that well, together. So well, if they're to gonna s-
1: but if they're gonna sexualize it, I mean, at least do us the favor, instead of charging seven sixty four, charge seven sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean I'm willing to pay the extra five cents for the experience. <laughs> that's a w- weird, though. Like, first of all, hey, also, can you give a chick an orgasm from rubbing her face? Yes,
2: you absolutely can. There's a lot of weird ways that. feels like it's going to gonna take, like, at least 45 no, no, minutes. No, some girls are just, like, that's a thing for some girls. There's also this thing called corgasms where girls, there are women out there who Is that have. that class like, you're taking too? Just shut up. Is just that way you have, come
1: on their stomachs? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ugh, I just had a core You know what I mean? <laughs> Work at that core <laughs> I got nothing <laughs> I got nothing uh, More like orgasm. Am I right? Huh? <laughs>
1: oh, I'll go now <laughs> <laughs>
0: You don't even have to say anything. No, that I'm, done. I'm gonna, I'm going yeah. to drop it. I'm going to drop it. That, that really was perfect. Uh, I'm looking through my notes here so I don't forget to uh, mention anything. Before we get to the questionnaire.
1: Oh, I'm excited about the questionnaire. The There's ever-popular questionnaire. questionnaire. We're going to get to
0: that in a moment. Uh, what else do I have here? Oh, you have a Tumblr site. I do. Ron Babcock. Yep. And what the what, what's the deal with the Mercedes Benz? Oh, Harvey, I, uh, what was that? I just did a, t- a three month tour where I drove from
1: L.A. to New York and back. I did like I drove twelve thousand miles, uh, in a nineteen seventy five Mercedes Benz three hundred D named Harvey. I got sponsored by this company, Mercedes Motoring. That's MercedesMotoring.com. dot uh, com, <laughs> and they let me. Um, my buddy owns the company, and I told him I was going on tour, and he was like, "You want to like take one of my cars?" And I was like. Really? And he's like, "Yeah, that would be like a really great thing for the business." And I'm like, "Okay." And so I just drove the car, um, took pictures of it everywhere, kind of gave a nice hook for this tour I did called Benz like Babcock. I did like something like 82 shows. Um, and it was it was one of the most fun times I've ever had. And the car, not everybody was like it's going to break down. It's like almost 40 years old. Uh I had 12,000 miles no problems. Wow. I had to, wow. The only thing I had to do was I had to have the fan belt adjusted because it was squeaking, and that took about 15 minutes. Uh, they did it for free while I got an oil change. Other uh, than that, crazy. that car... These vintage Mercedes, I mean, they will go. um, And I, because people were like, I can't believe they let you put twelve thousand miles. But these cars will go um, anywhere between three hundred fifty and half a million. Like that's normal for them. Damn. So twelve thousand, he's like, it's like he was like, it's nothing, dude. Just have fun. Just bring it back in one piece. So that's crazy. I'm trying to figure out a way to buy it now. But if any, if you ever want an old car, go to an old (laughs) Benz MercedesMotoring.com. I swear, (laughs) I owe them for the rest of my life. I
0: I guess. So awesome. And apparently the uh, heat and the air conditioning and everything worked. Oh, everything. Oh, yeah.
1: Like crazy cold air conditioning. Uh, I mean, it was just the seats were all leather, so There, it was like the kind of car where you could sit in for eight hours and be fine. I got yeah. um, had wireless Bluetooth, so I could like make and receive phone calls and listen to music. Uh, so it was uh. like had that i tech with classic, you know, style. The only thing about it is there's going to be a lot of old guys at gas stations who come up to you and start talking to you Oh, like that. What year is that? Yeah. Like you're
0: like uh, the '75, like yeah. But Because uh, they a- have stories about when they had one or their friend had one. Or-
1: yeah. and see, I put all the photos up on my uh, Tumblr, just ronbapcock.tumblr.com or heyronblog.com. Actually, if you just go to heyron.com, that has all- my links to
0: everything. Okay, heyron.com. It's questionnaire time, Cy. Go get you. Time. Go get you. So I printed out some questions for these two guys to uh, answer before we started, and uh, I have not looked at these yet. They have not looked at each other's answers. Yeah. but they It's, were like, basically the, it's like the dating game. Yes, exactly. And uh, we're going to see if you two are compatible or not. No. <laughs> um, so we'll start with uh, Ron. Yeah. This is Ron. This is what I gave to Ron. It says, uh, the first question is, which current TV show does Cy think he should be on? Mm-hmm. And Ron said... Whatever shows he auditioned, whatever I show, whatever shows he auditioned for and didn't get on, so like almost all of them.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's accurate,
1: right? I, I, feel, I kind of thought that was a, uh, you know, that is super
2: accurate. I feel and like and actually, should... that would be the same uh, answer for myself as well. I just did an audition for Marin and I didn't get it. and I should be on that show. Oh, <laughs> you're exactly right. Yep,
0: you auditioned for Marin. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys want to send an email, you go right ahead. Yeah, send that shit. And then, so we'll go to the same question here for Sai. Uh, which TV show does Ron think he should be on? <laughs> Big winner the other night of the Golden Globes. I thought that's a show I thought you'd be great on. I just picked stuff I think you'd be great Transparent. On. Oh, thank you, Sai.
1: The one about the transgendered individual. <laughs> thank you. And uh, what role would I be playing on
2: that? on that? Whatever role you want... I, you're not going to play Jeffrey Jeffrey Tambor's role. Mm-hmm. Have you watched the show? Actually, I, had, I had, really good. A I'd reason, didn't even know I, about the show. The reason I said it was because I thought it'd be something that you've watched and it seems like something you would love.
1: You know what? I'm I actually, was trying to
2: be sincere and not call you a tranny.
1: I was going to um, sure. thank you for that, although I can play female. Uh, <laughs> I actually really want to start watching that because I didn't even know it existed until the uh, until the Golden Globes. And Dan St. Like, Germain had
2: been talking about it like crazy, so I finally watched it. Tambor is incredible. It? I
1: can't Yeah, he cleaned up there. Yeah next one here
0: there's a restaurant in China that is rewarding the first 50 attractive people through the doors each day with a free meal I had a uh, Sai so answer could Ron earn a free meal he said oh absolutely he crushes it in New York <laughs> Thank you? <laughs> yeah. I
2: think that's a quote you said yourself <laughs> at one point. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Is that true? Uh, any, any
0: stories behind that you want to share? Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. There's a restaurant in China, blah, blah, blah. Could Cy earn a free meal? Go on. Well, obviously, the answer is yes. And Ron's, I said yes. Ron says yes as well. But only if he went and be- <laughs> In between his more attractive brothers, <laughs> I've seen a
1: picture of your family.
0: And for as attractive as you are, they make you look like a like, like a garbage, a real <laughs> oh. garbage worker. What What are your brothers' names? Thor and
2: yeah, Greg, Greg Thor, uh, yeah. and then um, uh, the statue. I, yeah, and then I got my beautiful little nephew Ethan, who's uh, basically yeah, he's, he's. It is an
0: alarmingly right. attractive family. Yeah, yeah, they do all right. <laughs> Which website to SideCheck first thing in the morning? Ron says Sai doesn't understand the internet. He just opens FaceTime and looks at himself. <laughs> he calls it face you face yoga. <laughs> oh, face yoga. Ah, face yoga. There you go. <laughs> Is that true Sai?
2: Yes, that's 100% accurate. But I use uh, the reflective screen of Skype. I just don't call anyone.
0: <laughs> uh, which website does Ron check first thing in the morning? Sai so says he goes to StubHub. He's a huge fan of the Broadway show Cats, and he's always waiting to see it again. Yeah, you know, that's just true. He's a big StubHub guy, too. Yeah, a real big StubHub guy. (laughs) I like my Hub Stubs. (laughs) Who is Ron's favorite comic? Eddie Pepitone? Is that accurate?
1: I'd say he's definitely one of my favorite comics. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Aww. Yeah. Aww. yeah. So no. I, didn't, I, knew, I didn't think he
2: was probably your favorite, but I know you were. Really no, but he's
1: it. like, he, actually, he, I always judge a comic, like, my favorite comics are the guys who I will always go back in the room to hear what they have to say. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, always, always just make a point of it. And he's one of those guys where, like, I will never leave the room if he's on stage. Yeah. And he's a real stream of consciousness guy, so you kind of never know what you're going to get. I mean, he, like, that guy can, like, electrify a room.
0: He's great. Yeah. I recommend listening to the episode of No Laugh Track Podcast he was on a few <laughs> months ago. Yeah, really, really good. Really good. I like the host of that show, too. You should check that out. Yeah, Who is should. Cy's favorite comic? Ron said, he'll say Bill Burr or Chad Daniels, but deep inside, it's Cy Amundsen. <laughs> but even deeper down inside than that, it's Ron Babcock. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's kind of right. That's 100% accurate. No, it's Dave. it's Dave
2: Chappelle. Is it Chappelle? Chappelle's my favorite comic of but all time. But
1: Bill Burr and Chad Daniels are up there, right? I
2: like I like Burr. I like Chad. I, like, uh, I didn't know Chappelle was your favorite. Hands down. It's not even remotely close. Brian Regan's up there at the top of my list. I yeah. love Brian Regan. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd, I think... Well, we're all... I feel like
1: this is definitely... Learning. The theme of this has been learning. Yeah, Everyone's learning a lot about each other. I
0: want to know, have you met any of those guys? I know, obviously, we all know Chad, but uh, Bill Burr? You ever met him? I've never met Burr.
2: I got to open... For Chappelle last year on First Ave stage. Which oh, is, really? It's the it'll it'll no matter what happens, that'll be the highlight of my entire career because I'm I'm a huge Prince fan and that's his club. That's First Ave That's where he first wow. did Purple Rain. No, sort of. Way. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got a fella in the back there that to thank for that. Not the Asian one, the tall white one with the beard. Yeah, uh, yeah. Did, it not,
1: was, did Chappelle watch your set? Did you get
2: yeah? To and I got to talk to him a bit afterwards. And He's I a cool guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He he was so nice, and he, it was really funny. He talked about how much he loves Road Comics, and uh, and I had to leave. Otherwise, I got invited to the next night. He made pancakes and had a basketball game at the Target Center for oh, charity. Oh, My God! And I had to, come, I was coming back out. I had to do something out, and so I had to miss that. But it was it was the greatest. It was. And he did. By the way, he did four hours and two shows, and three of the hours were different, and they were all fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, it's like one of those things where like it's uh, you watch a comic do that, you're amazing, and then you're like you can't do that yet, so it just kind of makes it feels you feels terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're
2: like, wow, so wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you almost feel bad. It's that thing too. where I love, I like. That's why I like Burr too, because everybody like. And there's kind of an alti movement, not like the good alt, but there's this idea that you can't be loud, you can't be animated, you can't do characters. If you watch Chappelle, you anybody who's great, go watch Old Pryor, uh, watch Burr. They're all they're doing voices. They're 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 Chappelle was all over the stage doing characters. Yeah, it's like just using a, all the tools available. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And so and I love that stuff. And he's the king of it.
0: We got one more question here, fellas. If Cy wasn't a comic. What would he be doing for a living? Oh, I'm curious about this. Yeah. Ron says uh, that Cy would be an underwear model, but only for JCPenney's.
2: Yeah! Yeah! That's yeah, like Andrew. low stakes underwear model. Yeah, yeah, I'm not
0: gonna do like some Calvin Klein
2: stuff. I don't got it like that. But you'd
1: be like the guy that JC would go or Sears. Maybe yeah. you would be all over that stuff. I'd be scandal. the guy. Yeah. I'd be
2: the guy. Yeah, that's why I that's like. Why I, I could see Slug. in
1: boxers holding a beach ball, smiling,
2: you know, yeah. just having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh guys, do you wanna come with? Yeah. Wanna, I'm come on, a,
1: let's go maybe to the Maybe beach. I'll
0: put pants on, maybe I won't.
1: Y'all wanna talk forever? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Y'all wanna talk forever.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if Ron wasn't a comic, what would he be doing for a living? So I said editing or, quote, sucking wildlife dick on websites.
1: Yep. One Man. of those two things. One of those two things. Yeah. Editing video. Oh, God. Yeah. That's what, definitely what I would be doing. And probably would suck the wildlife dick on the sites.
0: Webcast. <laughs> yeah. HeyRon.com. While I'm editing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just said everything Ron, go to that site. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. It. You, you want, want any of it? Everything. Want to see him blow a goose? Say what? Nothing. Can you below. swim some? I'm shutting it down. So, what do you think, fellas? What else uh, should we be talking about here that you need to get that people need to hear?
1: Yeah, any, anything you got going that you want to pump side?
0: I want to take a strong
2: stance on. Uh, no, I've got nothing. Um, we don't have anything going on. You know what? Now that I'm done with this
1: tour, like I gotta get my thing is I gotta get the next thing going. I gotta figure out the next project. Yeah, uh, but like you know, you just finish something, and then you like. I just took like a month off, so I'm just like kind of waking up and like, all right, 2015, let's get going. So I have no idea what that's. Well, we be talked yet. a little
0: off before. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the. Don't have the to one, say anything about that. That's but the one have-
1: that I'm thinking, of. I just got to figure out how to like. You do, everybody has ideas, and then comes the hard work of like, all right, how am I actually going to pull this thing off? Yeah,
0: you know. Well, I'll just want to. I, I, you're not going to have to say what it is, but just that uh, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. And that there's definitely something there, and I, I. I want to follow along, so and yeah. See where that, goes. that might be a,
1: that might be a summertime idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
0: <laughs> no, I like that. Well, let's uh, let's uh, do a couple more minutes here. Where you said you're from? I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. In, in Pennsylvania, and I've been out. No,
1: I started in Phoenix,
0: and then. Um,
1: Of all places, great place to go fail where nobody knows who you are. (laughs) How'd you end up
0: in Phoenix? Uh,
1: My buddy and I started a comedy magazine called Modest Proposal. So I moved out from Scranton to start that with him. We started a print comedy magazine uh, back when people said, hey, you should make this into a website. And we said, "Uh, no, we're going to keep it as a print comedy magazine. So we just made a lot of killer choices. Um, Also, (laughs) I was making sketch comedy videos when YouTube started. And I remember someone at a party said, hey, you should really put these videos up on YouTube. And I said, and I quote, Online video will never catch on. Oh. So again, just ah, racketing ah, good ah. career choices uh, in my history. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, but I've been out in L.A. for like 10 years uh, doing the stand-em-ups. And uh,
2: I, to be honest, I actually really like it. I yeah. think
1: I like L.A. more than you do, side. Oh,
2: show. Yeah. Yes, you do. You like it far more. I, I enjoy it. I, I, enjoy don't, I don't despise it. I just I like here better. As well.
1: Minneapolis is a fun little town.
2: It's a great it's a great city, man. It's a great, great, I great like, city. I like
1: coming up here in the wintertime doing winter shit. And I love coming back here in the springtime and just like taking bike
2: trails all over the place. I think yeah. that's amazing. It's a great, great, great city.
0: How often are you coming back?
2: Um, uh, it's kind of like college. I think is the interesting thing, like the, the way the industry works. Like it shuts down for a week at Thanksgiving. It shuts down for a month at Christmas mm-hmm. or Hanukkah, and then it uh, and then it uh, definitely not how you pronounce that. So <laughs> yeah, <right>? and then <laughs> um, basically n- did I nailed it that time.
1: <laughs> no, you sound like a weird Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> That's just racist.
2: And uh, and then it slows down quite a bit in the summertime. So I probably spend about three or four months here a year. That's just perfect.
0: It's, it's perfect. It, Would you ever move uh, back, do you think?
2: Yes, absolutely. The yeah. moment I get any amount of money and can c- control my career, I'm going back. Is that just because like you got, you know family, family. friends? Here, everybody, yeah. everybody I care about is here or comes here, yeah. Right on? Nobody comes out there.
0: Do you go back home?
1: Yeah, I go back home pretty often. But my, my family, I have a big family, three older sisters, one older brother. They live all over the place. But I go back to Scranton to see my mom a lot, um, you know, a couple times a year. And she's going to get some knee surgery this year, so I'm going to oh, go home right. and help her. With that, so that's going to be a little. I'll be spending like probably at least two to three months in Northeast Pennsylvania. Oh wow, uh, helping mom, and it's uh, and let's just say it's definitely the kind of place where shit's going on. <laughs> um, so I don't I don't know what it's going to be like to spend that much time in Northeast Pennsylvania, like more time there it's than I have since like brutal. high school.
0: Now, is there a? Uh, could you say yeah? I've gone back home to do comedy. Oh yeah, last time on
1: on this tour, I went home and uh, I got like. The cover of the weekly newspaper and like was on like the local you know the local like what's to do yeah. you know, comedian rod babcock comes home you Today know and, in like, scranton yeah and totally uh played a couple shows in scranton did my uh my home university university of scranton which mm-hmm. was actually one of the most fun uh, i hosted their last comic standing competition it oh had, like yeah. 300 kids i mean it was really f- i was actually the first time i've kind of done stand-up um back home in a long time yeah and it ended up it was i was actually really nervous you know obviously but uh it went great and uh one of the highlights of the trip oh
0: that's awesome yeah. and that was just on this last one
1: yeah it was nice It's nice to kind of perform for kids from high school see them come out and be like oh you were actually pretty funny <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nothing like bombing in front of like people from your past it's the worst Did bombing people... in front of family and like former like
0: like old high school friends well cy does that every time he's back at acme <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> every year uh-huh <laughs> Did anybody say, like, man, we thought for sure you were going to be a... I I don't know what.
1: I know I had a bunch of people be like, I didn't even think you were funny in high school.
0: (laughs) And you're like, oh, cool, thanks. That's why
2: you're a good comic, because nobody who was funny in high school Is all of a sudden like the... I was the laugh
0: riot a minute. Yeah. Fuck you, guys. Do you ever hear stuff like that? Like, we thought you were going to...
2: I don't be a douchebag your whole life wait well I wasn't a douchebag uh I didn't I'm not I wasn't particularly uh, fond of high school I didn't uh I didn't like it uh and I am not friends with anybody I graduated with Uh, I haven't talked to any of them in years not like I'm not like fuck them I just
1: just didn't keep up with it
2: yeah I didn't keep up with it and my best friend was in my brother's grade Mm. uh so he's two years younger than me so I yeah I don't I don't have a lot of those conversations with anybody. I I didn't attend the reunion or anything like that. I
1: haven't attended any of my reunions, but my God, I I really want to. Yeah. Like, I would love to go to my 20-year high school reunion. And, oh, my God, can I be honest? I cannot believe that it is almost my 20-year high school reunion. And I'm still living in a studio apartment. I gotta get out of that studio, man. That's I, by the, the tor- trick of LA. I got a couple more years where I got I got a couple more years to like upgrade at least to a one bedroom. You know, at least get to the one bedroom.
2: So you can yeah, so you can leave your living life. room to where you sleep.
1: Yeah. So I just don't open my door and be like, well, here's my bed.
0: You know, yeah. I just need to upgrade a little bit. <laughs> hey, we were ta- we also talking before we did this today, the uh, tiny house nation. Yeah, you weren't you were on the front forefront of that? Let's be honest. Yeah, in your in studio. My studio apartment. I like. Yeah, I definitely think it's. I
1: look at those things, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I could live in one of those. Easy. I think it would be hard if you're in a tiny house, though, and you had like a girl come back to your place and be like, all right, let's just climb up and have sex
0: in this loft bed. Don't mind my uh, toilet that doesn't flush. It's just compost. <laughs> yeah, if you got to take a shit, make sure to put some sawdust on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it out in the morning. Don't yeah. worry. You don't have to.
1: Hey, man, heads up, when I take a crap, this place really stinks up, so you <laughs> might want to have your coffee on the stoop. <laughs>
0: No, there's no door. There's just a curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, I'm not looking. Cy, <laughs> so, what's going on on your phone there? Oh.
2: Nothing that anybody needs to know about. Oh, so well, we want to know. Wow, uh, didn't get I along
1: am... with anybody in high school. That's so crazy. Huh. <laughs> I sent. Uh,
2: it was. a cu- I sent a nice message to Ethan Cushing about Ronnie B over here because now we all know each other, and I didn't know that.
0: Oh, Well
1: Rock, it. man, that place has give me a li- paid my rent for many months. Yeah. Enjoyed that job. Nice. You ever like work a job and you like complain about it, and then when you leave that job, you're, you're like, I like I need that "Man, job that back. was not that bad of a job at all." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. was like they had coffee. Everybody <laughs> was nice. Like yeah, it was on the west side, but most stuff's on the west side. What are you gonna <laughs> do?
0: Are you guys uh, sorry? Do you bring your CD along and sell that at the shows this week? Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean. Yes,
2: I am. I'm ready to do the next one, but I am selling the old one. you am I mean, not recording that first this CD? week? It was my first one, yeah. I waited a really long time, kind of, yeah, intentionally I mean, to weed all the shit out. I gotta
1: do... Uh, I, you know what? That's one of the things I'd like to do this year, is actually finally record my first CD. So like, you have not yet? I haven't a CD. Like, I got, you know... No, don't have a CD. No. Got all the other stuff, t-shirts and all that crap, but uh, don't have a CD. I wanted to try and do one... Uh, this year, that's kind of my goal, It's to kind of do like an hour and then maybe cut it down to like 50 minutes or something like that. Yeah,
0: I actually thought that's what you were going to say earlier, and you're like, oh, the next thing. I yeah,
1: you know, I, I, I forgot. That is like kind of the next thing. You know, yeah. it's, it'll be uh, – I wish I recorded it on this tour. I mean, I have stuff recorded, but I don't know if it's good enough quality. But sometimes, to be honest, I've listened to com- some comic CDs, and you listen to them, and the audio quality is just like surprisingly not that good. So I can recommend someone that's real good. 'cause that's, yeah. a, that's I think that's the most important thing is like to they have an audio guy. Night. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The last Oh, night. there you yeah. go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, Danny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you selling the t-shirt? You mentioned t-shirts. No, I didn't bring him I didn't bring him this chick. I'm, I'm going to sell them uh Oh, did I mention my website? Heyron.com? I'm going to be uh, selling them there. Got a real real winner on this tour was a uh, Adam and Eve on the back of a dinosaur with a gun to its head. <laughs> so I have a bit about creationism. So uh that shirt sold like that shirt basically kept harvey full of gas nice that's the thing man if you're a comic and you want to go on tour some comics are weird about selling merch. No, well, certainly. if you want to lose money, don't sell merch. Like you got to do something cuz sadly your comedy is not going to be the big money maker. It's going to be you
0: selling uh, t-shirts and CDs after the mm-hmm. show. I've had mm-hmm. a conversation with a lot of the people on this podcast and yeah. I just don't wh- I don't understand why, why not comics a- are
1: so weird about. it, And like bands do it and it's cool and it's fine, but
0: <clears> comics <throat> get so weird comics about it. Comics are such fucking I'm not tools. I'm not a comic. So I'm just a consumer and I they like They support you. And I like bringing a, if it's bringing a piece home yeah
1: you want to be part of the show like you see someone doing something cool you might not have 20 bucks for a t-shirt but you know what I got like 3 bucks for a koozie Mm -hmm. and like comics are so weird about that and I'm like I don't understand like you people like want to like just help you yeah like let them help you Mm -hmm. you know but comics are just some of the most awkward people where they it's so Mm -hmm. funny they can talk to a whole audience hundreds of people make them laugh but then they have a girl come up to them after a show and they just
0: can't look, they can't even look her in the eye, you know, and you're like, ah, Jesus Christ. That's why I love, one of the many reasons why I love doing this podcast, That it's fascinating how different, how similar you guys are and how absolutely different and awkward and yeah. normal in weird ways and weird in normal ways and just, not. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. <laughs>
1: A lot of broken souls up here.
0: A lot that's of broken insane. souls. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's probably how I'm I fine. ended up I'm here, fine. too. What does Kanaan
1: call he, when he goes on last? Kyle K'nane, he says, like, on the caboose on the end of this broken people train.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's pretty good. Si, <laughs> your website?
2: Um, that you never update? Uh, I think it's... Psycomedy.com, I believe I don't update it Is that
1: with a question mark? or Yeah, yeah two, so it's, it's two question like,
2: okay. marks And then an ellipsis and a third question mark <laughs> okay.
0: Now, are, how active are you in social media these days, Sai? Uh,
2: I'm not huge on it no. Everybody gets so angry mm-hmm. well, You fucking lectured me this morning mm-hmm. I don't Here's the thing I don't like it I don't, I'll don't. i do it I understand you that have, we have we, to do it do you, What you gotta do is you gotta find the one that you like I don't like any of them
1: you don't like, I like Instagram That's the one that I like that's the one I actually
2: enjoy. Yeah, I like on that one cuz I go with my I have my family on there and stuff. But like Twitter, like I I got like fucking something low like 1400 followers, but the last time I tweeted was December 3rd. I just 2013, 2011 and I I just I just don't I don't people got really famous and had careers and did what they want before Twitter existed. And I don't like this idea that the way our society is moving towards everybody should know everything about everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. And I especially don't like the idea that if you say something somebody doesn't like, it can cost you your job, and it can cost you your your uh, a lot of things, and you have to fucking apologize. And Not that I'd say anything horrible, but people can take things a lot of different way. And I, I just don't want to be a part of it. There's no real bonus in it for me and i i also despise internet celebrities mm-hmm. like if you are if you have gotten your fame with the exception of bo burnham but he was also doing a lot of things you know he kind of had songs and youtube videos but if you're like a youtube star or a fucking i on the miller show we we dealt with we were trying to get a lot of like young stars on like and uh, one of the ideas that was floated towards us was a a guy who's a, like a Vine superstar. Mm-hmm. Like he's got like five million Vine followers. The fuck? Why does that make you capable of doing anything? Like because that's places look at having a lot of followers as looking at money. But you, I don't know. I'm now I'm sounding like a two hundred year old man at the end <laughs> of a too long episode. I just, I just I just don't like it. I don't want people. I'll write jokes on Twitter from time to time, but I just. I don't. I also think social media is a fucking disease, man. Yeah. I think all those studies that are coming out about how it's affecting people's moods and their mental stability, the divorce rate with people who are on Facebook is so high. I just, I think it's a disease, man. Can I tell you what I did? Uh, I deleted Facebook from my phone. Yeah, it's
1: huge changed my life yeah yeah it's been the be- and i i have the messenger app so if people want to message me stuff because like a lot of people hit me up for shows through i could hit in and back but deleting it from my phone so i still have it I still that's exactly it what i do i have it but like it i my time on facebook and because one of the things about being on this tour that i notice is i spent uh, my computer broke halfway through and i spent very little time online i would post stuff to instagram and i'd send it to my little things yeah. you know facebook and tumblr and all that stuff and then I just wouldn't check it. And I realized I was a much happier person. I was angry a lot less. And so I've made a conscious decision in 2015. Like, I still have this stuff and I'll send it out there. It's got a I shit. don't want to spend I like being on Instagram. That's the only one I like because I like pictures of food and sunsets.
2: And yeah, you know there's what? No,
1: there's no negativity in it. Yeah. No it's, in it. it's like everyone on Twitter is just trying to be clever. Yeah.
2: And, and everyone and, on and, Facebook like, is trying to show how good their life is.
1: In Instagram, you're just like kind of like, yeah. I mean, you're, you're you're putting stuff up that you're excited about, but I feel like there's a certain earnestness there. Like, yeah, I got to do this cool thing, and it was cool, and I I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, and then you know, there's plenty of garbage up there. I just don't follow that. Yeah, but like, there's weird. I, man, I follow these weird Russian photographers. Like, yeah, there's some, you know, really there's some cool weird stuff. Like these subcultures that I follow. This one guy who like, like drives wheelies around like inner cities like he's he's part of this like bike gang
2: it's like stuff that I didn't even know existed there's so many cool artists on Instagram who that's how they're trying to get you noticed. Know, it's like I, my gal uh worked at uh, Sony and uh, Paramount and they hired artists off of Instagram look at really like nineteen year old kids
1: yeah who just like do like cool like there's some just amazing Brad like stuff I just like seeing something that I was like I had no idea that this world even existed yeah like I'm following this couple in France they're restoring a chateau. It's really interesting. Ooh la la! Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is like weird stuff like that. That's, that's what I like about social media. But I do agree that it can be caustic and vile and just vapid and gross. And if you spend too much time on it, man, that is just—it's like
0: sugar, it's just not good for you. Two things. One, first, I got caught up uh, online last night watching videos of people setting up their rat cages for their pet rats. <laughs> we we don't, we're, we're out of time, so we're not going to get into that any longer. <laughs> That's the first thing, and the second Aww. thing is uh, please, please like the No Laugh Track uh, podcast on Facebook. Uh, we post a lot of <laughs> nice stuff there, and uh, follow me on Twitter as well at St. Paul Rock City. That's S T P A U L. So that'll do it, guys. Hey, man, thanks for having happy, us. Happy, happy. That was fun. That was good. Thank you, Justin. Continue kicking ass, guys. We'll do. Yeah, maybe. Okay.